This week on the Indo Daily. I asked her to leave me alone. I felt like she was harassing me and she was insistent that, you know, these were just coincidences. Catherine Martin, she is in favour of scrapping the TV licence and giving money to RT direct from the exchequer. Tonish Michael Martin, dead set against it. No way, not happening. Find and follow us at all the usual spots and over on the Irish Independent website. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919, 1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the throw-in independent.ie's GA podcast. Ahead of Dublin versus Tyrone this Sunday, I caught up with Dublin legend Alan Brogan and I started off by asking him, after this game has been a couple of years in the making, if he's worried that Tyrone can produce a similar shock to what Donegal dealt the dubs in 2014. Yeah, and I wouldn't say I'm worried. Um, like as I spoke about, it's a game that I've looked forward to for a couple of years. I think I think this Tyrone team has been coming for the last few years. I thought they were ready last year to make that step up. Um, I think they've changed the way they've they play a little bit over the winter time. They're gone a little bit. But they've added that offensive, that offensive game to their very sound defensive game. I think that that's that makes them a very, very formidable outfit now. And I think they're probably the one team left that this this current Dublin team hasn't slayed either. So I think it's maybe one that's 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 without publicly saying it that this Dublin team might just want to get off their back to prove that they that they are the best the best team over the last 10 years or so. Yeah, it's funny for Dublin, like they're going for three All-Irelands in a row, but you know the way their matches have been quite one-sided and some of the other teams like Mayo have been on such a journey, they haven't really gotten maybe as much coverage as in some years past, so they're kind of coming in, not under the radar, but with not as much talk about them as since maybe previous years. Yeah, well, they haven't had a real big game yet. Maybe the the the, the Kildare Leinster final was the one that was talked up a little bit. That maybe Kildare were a team to really test Dublin. But yeah, I think and like anything, this Dublin team is going to be not really tested. So any of those cracks that might be there, that 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 maybe we saw yesterday, um, in in, in the likes of the Kerry full back line, they could be exposed next week by Tyrone. But um, yes, look, I think there's a couple of very interesting things at play. Obviously, the Dermot Connolly thing is 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 going to be a huge talking point in the lead up. Will he play or or? or Will he keep him on the bench? And, and kind of the more I think about it, last week I was thinking he'd probably keep him in reserve. That 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 the fifteen or the fifteen or the twenty guys that have got Dublin this far, that that he should stick with them. Maybe bring them off the bench. But the more the more I think of it, probably a, a straight swap in for Eric Lowndes is, is is probably an easy decision for Jim Gavin to make. And Eric, Eric Lowndes will probably go back onto the bench without too much fuss. I think if you're Dropping one of the bigger players, maybe it could be a bigger deal. But I think uh, um, the more I think of it, I think he he might start there on Sunday. Do you think he'll make any other selection changes? Obviously, you know Bernard's had some good performances. Maybe he missed a couple of chances against Monaghan, but he still looked quite sharp. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think it's kind of been working well enough for Jim in the last couple of games. I think bar that change, I think he'll stick very close to what he has. Maybe a change or two defence. If there's any injuries going on, we probably don't know about them yet. But I think. Like, 
I think by and large it probably be a very similar team as we saw the last day. And he'll also have some big uh, calls to make when he turns to his bench during the match because there'll be maybe one or two big name stars, possible footballer of the years you mightn't see any game for him. Yeah, there's definitely going to be one or two big names that are going to be left out off the, off the 20 altogether next week and like we saw Kevin McMahon the last day didn't get a run. Um, are you surprised by that? Because I've always, from watching this Dublin team, think he offers a huge amount of threat so I'm quite surprised to see he had a really good year starting last year for kind of the first time but now he's kind of back Yeah it does. it's hard to know what's going on in training and stuff and in fairness to Jim he does put a lot of emphasis on what goes on in these A's versus B's matches some of the the, 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 the earlier Leinster Championship games it's hard to take it's hard to take much out of him so obviously he's going on what he sees in training um, but I'd imagine Kevin was very disappointed like Kevin's a man I know he's very driven he's a man that would want to be starting every game and he's had to kind of take this sub role on the chain and he's had to get used to it over the years and now all of a sudden he finds himself not coming off so you can be sure he was very disappointed I'm sure he's he, he's a type of fella that would have put a huge effort in over the last three weeks to try to get back into the to try to get back into the reckoning but there is going to be a couple of very disappointed guys come come next Sunday evening that, that aren't going to get a run at all yeah Just on your own experiences playing uh, Tyrone I, I, I had the pleasure of watching the Battle of Oma YouTube video there during the week you were actually very prominently involved I actually <laughs> think you might have kick-started it uh, Yeah yeah yeah, possibly I took a yellow card, which was my second one of that game and went to a red. So, yeah, look, it was one of those games that, that we were probably sick of losing at Tyrone at that stage. They'd, they'd beat us maybe a couple of times before that and, and they were the one team we couldn't seem to get off our back at all. So, um, I suppose you go up there and it's a, it, um, it can be quite a hostile place up and on with the crowd close to you and stuff. So, yeah, look, it's all history now. It's water. Pillar Caffrey holding you back in the sidelines. Were you yeah. actually, did you actually want to go back oh, in? I or was glad. Just... I was kind of glad he had me back all right, yeah. But I think there is that little bit of needle as well in, from, from maybe 10 years ago that that might spill into this game. I think... This Tyrone team has probably been waiting to play against Dublin as well. And look, Tyrone teams by their nature, they're, they're, they're very aggressive, they're in your face. And um, I don't expect it, the, the, the open scoring yesterday, 214-214 next Sunday. I think it'll be, I think scores will be at a premium, it'll be a lot tighter game. But it'll be intriguing all the same and I expect a lot, a lot of heavy hits to go in in this one. Yeah, you said a really interesting thing last summer year in that Jim Bugavin became obsessed with breaking down blanket defence after that Donegal game and obviously Tyrone could be like the ultimate test of that. Like what what way do you think Dublin will go about? Will they use that kind of recycling passing style like we've seen in some of the other games to try to kind of patiently probe for opportunities? Yeah, I think they'll keep the play very wide. We've like we've seen how the team has been built over the last year or so and that's kind of designed to play against to play against that blanket defence. And I think Dublin are very good at it now. They've 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 practiced a lot in training and even when I was there the last couple of years we practiced a lot and I think you'll find the forwards will keep it very wide and Dublin will be very, very patient and we could have long periods of time where Dublin where Dublin have possession and there's and they're trying to draw the Tyrone defenders out and the, the Tyrone defenders just won't come out of space. So, like, I'd imagine a stage the game might get a little bit frustrating for the crowd um, because it is going to be a bit of a game, a tit for tat. Um, I think Dublin will have a lot of possession. The Tyrone defenders will try and entice them into those little holes where they can get three or four bodies around them and then try to hit Dublin on the break. So, um, And I think Dublin will be ready for that too. I think unlike we saw with Kerry yesterday, I think Dublin will keep a few men back. They'll always have, I think, at least one or two in their half-back line. So when they are hitting the break, they have they have men facing the Tyrone, guys coming at them rather than chasing Tyrone. Yeah, one of Tyrone's key danger men is Peter Hart. Like The way he moves up and down the field, he can be such a threat on both ends. He's a good defender, but he also can come up and kick us some crucial scores. Who do you think Dublin might put on him to kind of try to negate his influence? Yeah, well, Eric Clown started um, started half forward the last day. Um, so if he starts, I'd expect him to uh, I'd expect him to pick up. And in fairness to Eric Clowns, he'd have the pace to stick with him. And, and, and he's a very disciplined guy. If he's given the job to do, we will do it. But Dermot Connolly, again, if he comes in for Eric Clowns, he'll probably do that job. We've seen it with... 
Lee Keegan over the last number of years. In fairness to Dermo, when um, when he's given a defensive job to do, he does stick at the task. And um, I know Lee got away for got away from uh, um, for a goal in last year's All Ireland final, but I, I I'd expect Dermot to pick him if he starts, or if not, Eric Lowndes is more than capable of doing a job there. Would player would some players who are kind of pushing for a starting place be a bit annoyed if Connolly just came straight back into the team, having pretty much missed the whole championship? Yeah, there is that element. That's the that's the decision Jim has to make. Um, like if I was there and, and Dermot came back after three months and he goes straight into the team, yeah, like of course you're going to be annoyed. You're after putting in the slog, but I think it's an All Ireland semi final against a Tyrone team that, that are a real, real threat to, 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 to Dublin's All-Ireland crown. So, like in saying that, there's big calls to be made. It's probably not a time for niceties for keeping guys happy. And I think if Jim Gavin feels that there must be the right call, I don't think he'll make any, any bones about making I'm that call. I'm sure they're going to try to wind him up as well if he is on the pitch. They're kind of the masters at that. Yeah, fast. They are and they aren't. I don't think Tyrone are, are, are like my time facing Tyrone, yeah, they're hard hitting, they're in your face, they're aggressive. But I never got it much off the ball off them, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm saying that Dermot can get some special treatment at times. So, yeah, look, I think he's used to that at this stage. I think he's had a lot of time to think about it over the last number of months. So I'm sure he'd be, when he gets in there, whether it's whether it's starting or whether he comes in the sub, he'd be, he'd be fit and ready for it. And just final prediction for the match? Yeah, look, it's a tough one to call. As I said, I think this Tyrone team has been coming for a number of years. I think they're at a stage now where they're where they really are ready to challenge. They've added that offensive nature to the game. They're scoring more now than they were over the last couple of years. Um and Dublin haven't really been tested yet, so it's hard to know exactly where that is that hunger there that has been there in the last couple of years to really, really go at it when, when it's in the trenches, which it will be at some stage in this game. But um I think Dublin just have that little bit of extra firepower and, and I think if they're patient enough with the with the Tyrone rear guard, if they can punch holes and that not many teams have in fairness, but I think Dublin probably have the runners to do it. Um They've practiced it very hard over the last couple of years, and I'm sure there's a lot of thought that's gone into it over the last number of weeks too. So I'm going to go for Dublin by three. Thanks so much for joining us, Alan. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next Monday to review all the action from the weekend. Until then, you can get us on SoundCloud, Independent.ie, or iTunes. So thanks so much for listening, and goodbye.